Welcome back, people, to the Stephen Sully study. If you're getting value from this, which I hope you are, uh, please recommend me to friend, family. Follow me on Instagram, sully.steven. Please leave a review or help me out as a favor. Um, so last time I spoke to you about sales. It's one of the best career paths to take simply because no matter what your background, no matter how qualified you are, how good you are, uh, were at school, no matter what opinions that some people may had of you, school teachers, family, friends, colleagues, associates, whoever, in sales you can be creative, you can be you and you can more importantly, you can more importantly have a career for life because every single massive corporation, institute or big brand cannot survive without a fully fledged, uh, strong sales team closers, salespeople within it. So learning sales is an absolute art and it's definitely, definitely something that I believe that you need to learn even in a passive uh, manner to begin with because even if you're not going to be going into work or your own business or sales itself, selling is a way of life. Converting your children in a certain way of thinking, conditioning them in the right way, of course, um, the power of influence communication is absolutely key for human civilization. So it is a fundamental thing that everybody should uh, sh- should learn, in my opinion. Now, um, I spoke about reasons why you should get into it. It's because it's you know it's a fantastic place to be if you're uh, if you're thriving, if you're converting sales. What I mean by converting sales, I'm not talking about potential deals or deals that you kind of. Right. Uh, no one cares about that. What they care about is conversion. It's about results. But on the flip side, if you're not getting results, it can be a, a very uh, scary place to be. I've fallen, fallen into the um, into the hole a, cu- a few times throughout my sales career over roughly about a 13, 14 year period. And it happens, you know, it's like anything, you know, you're going to fall off for training every so often, you're going to fall off reading every so often, you're going to fall off your nutrition, your wellness every so often. But the key thing is you don't just live there. And you find out the, the problem, you find out the root cause to why you've fallen off and sales is no different. Why have you become someone that was converting or someone that was making a huge amount of money? You were satisfying your clients, you know, they were repeat business, there was referrals, you were thriving. There must be a reason why you've fallen off of that. So I asked myself three, well, four main things to dissect the reason why things might not be how they used to be. You know, if I was earning a certain amount of money a year ago, or I had a certain amount of clients or getting repeat business or referrals or anything like that, how come that is dipped? Why is that dipped? There has to be an answer to that. And taking responsibility, which you must do, you always must take responsibility for your own results. If they're great, that was because of you. If they're not so great, that is also because of you. Nobody else. Sales is very much like boxing. The boxer cannot complain about his nutritionist, about his trainer. Even all these things help. It's down to the fighter. It's down to the salesperson. So ask yourself these key things. Number one, is the company that you're working for really in line with your morals, your view, with your goals, things of that nature? Because If you're trying to work with a team which is slightly out of sync and you're pulling in a different direction, there's no point. The second thing is the type of product or service that you're promoting. Is it really in sync again with your paradigms, with your outlook on life, with the things that are really uh, important to you? And if they're not, then you might need to change that because your, your belief, your tonality was coming over the phone is going to be 
slightly out because of you know the brand or the company or the product or service that you're promoting simply isn't you know a true core belief for you the next thing is uh are you believing in yourself you know are you overthinking things are you sticking to things that have worked before or are you completely going off course a typical thing to monitor is a presentation a pitch a pitch is there because it's like a roadmap you go from a to b and you know if you're going from a to b on the roadmap or you're using the sat nav you know you're going to get there even if you're going to hit some traffic even if you're going to hit some turbulence sometimes even if it's a little bit uncomfortable you're going to get there but when you're not using the pitch and you're freestyling it a bit too much you don't know where you're going right you don't know where you're going wrong and the problem with that is you're going to be driving yourself absolutely mad i've tried to do things all different kind of ways freestyling it trying to put on a fake, should I say faker, I mean enhanced uh, tonality or enhanced um, accent. It's, do you know, when I was just trying to find my feet in sales and one thing I realised, someone turned around to me and said, the reason why you've been nominated to work for this company is because of you, not because you can pretend to be somebody else. And I thought, you know what, that is absolutely key. I'm going to stay true to myself and pitch in a certain way, uh, just like I would speak to anybody, uh, just pitch with enthusiasm, excitement and energy. So are you believing in yourself? Are you sticking to a formula that's worked? I think the last one, are your goals, real true goals, are they really getting you excited? Are they meaningful Meaningful, or are you falling off of your your goals? Are you really in sync with your goals? Are you truly committed to certain things in life for you and your family and maybe good friends around you? And I think the last one is the most important one because if you, uh, if you look at a sale, there are many things in a pie chart, if you were to measure a sale in a pie chart form that comprise of a sale. Half of that sale is down to your attitude. 25% of it, is down to your tonality. Um, 7% is roughly down to the product knowledge, your service, and the remaining parts is things like sales skills. Now, all of them do matter. You should know about your product. You should definitely know about your company. You should definitely know about the industry. You should definitely know about the market. You should definitely know all these things. And thorough research will give you that empowerment and confidence. But let's, let's look at the facts. It's only roughly 7%. So giving away all your bullets, all the explanations, all the workings out of the product and market, everything else is actually counterproductive. When you go and buy a car, think about it like this. Let's say you're going to go and buy a Ferrari tomorrow. Does the salesperson tell you about all the nuts and bolts inside that engine, how many different parts make up that engine and at what temperature the oil or the petrol combusts at for that car to get to a certain speed when it's going down the motorway? Of course they don't. They talk about the colour. They talk about the things that are going to get you emotionally tied to that car, the way it sounds, uh, even the way it smells a brand new leather. And most importantly, how fast it goes and the kind of looks that you're going to be getting from women that are going going past you. I'm, I'm using that example because uh, as, a, as a man, I know that's the kind of things that will go through your through your mind as a, as a young fella if you're ever going after a car as a, as a goal. But also can work for females, no doubt. So the salesperson understands that it's not always the, the logical things that are going to convert you, it's the emotional things. What are the emotional things about that car that's going to convert you? So they will keep it very, very simple and very, very to the point and get you excited. So going back to your product, you should know it, but you don't need to know every single little detail and say it over to the client. Sales skills are important, but the most and two important things which go hand in hand is number one, your attitude. Your attitude, when you get out of bed in the morning, 
that is your excitement for the day. But what's going to keep you committed is your passion towards your goals. So look at your goals board, look at your vision board and ask yourself honestly these questions. Are these goals really true to you? Do they get you excited? Do they get you slightly nervous because that you know the amount of pain slightly you're going to have to go through in order to get there? You're going to feel a little bit nervous, a little bit fearful. You're going to feel a tiny bit of anxiety, which is healthy, in order to achieve these goals. Are these goals actually up there just to look good on social media? Are they there just to look good for friend family? Are you pleasing a mum and dad? Or someone that suggested you should go go after something? Or are these things really, really things that are going to get you excited? Because if they are things that are going to get you excited and they're true to you, then your little dip in sales will come back to life, providing that you're staying true to your goals. Because if you look at the other important part, which is your tonality, the other 25%, so combined, attitude is 50%, 25% of it tonality. If you sandwich them together, you've got 75%. 75% you're going to be very, very strong as a salesperson if you've got that 75%, 100%, and you're looking at your goals and you know they're true to you. So if you're in recruitment, if you're in, you know, uh, telephone sales, if you're in face-to-face sales, things like a state agency, it doesn't matter, matter what it is. It's all driven by targets. It's all driven by numbers. And at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is conversion. And the only reason why you convert and make money is because your clients are happy they see value in your company, your products and service, and more importantly, they feel like you're transfer that enthusiasm over to them, so therefore they want to participate. And that will, if you look at the core reason why that happens, it's because you, as a salesperson, taking full control of your own life, you're not passing the buck to anybody else, and you're looking at your guys and say, right, I'm getting up today because my son, my daughter, my mum, my dad, my whoever it may be, I'm going to support them because I've got this goal to to do something for them. I've got a goal to do something for myself. I, I'm looking at the seven areas of my vision board, my goals board, and these are things that I actually want to achieve, whether it be short-term, medium-term, or long-term. If there are things on that vision board that are completely incongruent to your mindset and your belief, get it the fuck off that vision board. I'll tell you why. A vision board is there to excite you and slightly scare you, okay? Two healthy motivators in to allow you to achieve your goals your excitement pulls you forward and the nervousness and the slight bit of uh being scared will actually push you forward at the same time like a double-edged sword but if you have a uh, a goal on that vision board that is truly not uh in tune with your beliefs what it actually does is start it will start negging you out it will start reminding you about the things that you don't want the things which are not true to you. I'll give you one example. And as a man, men, if, if, if I've got any fellas listening to this, you'll pr- it'll probably resonate with you. Have you ever had a, a pal who has turned around to you and said, oh, that bird over there really fit. I really fancy her. It might be in a bar. might be someone that they know or you know or whatever. And they are really into her. And you look over and you think, you know what? She's pretty, but it doesn't, I don't fancy her. I can admire her looks and I appreciate she's good looking, but I don't fancy her. And that's the difference. Like your friend will think she's beautiful, but also really fancy her, which is another level of like, there's the logical view of she's beautiful, but then there's the emotional side, which is I fancy her, which are like two two different things, even though they're closely related. You may only tick one of those boxes, which is, I think she's beautiful, but I don't fancy her. And that's the difference. So they will go to hell and back to impress that girl, that female, 
in order to get attention, maybe get a number, maybe start going out of uh, etc. And you, you know, you won't even give it to to two thoughts or another consideration. Uh, and it, it's something that sits with inside of you, whether you want to pursue that person or not, because it's the emotional pull. It's it's more than just the looks. And it's the same with your goals. If you don't fancy the goal, then you're never going to achieve it. And you need to stop kidding yourself that some of the goals that you got on your vision board, your screensaver, things you put on social media are really the goals that you want. Are you doing it to impress a boss or to impress someone that, you know, probably doesn't even think about you no more? I, I don't know what it may be. Make sure you've got real goals. The life is too short, guys, to um, try and do this fake stuff. Make sure you're getting real genuine things which sit right with you and then you can start pursuing them. And I tell you what, when you're pursuing real things, you start attracting some big stuff into your life. I've got personal experiences of mine this year in 2018. Um, I've done two of the biggest deals I've ever done in my in my life. One at the start of the year and one fairly recently. And I'll tell you what it's down to. I won't, wouldn't say it's down to me necessarily asking for more money, even though that is definitely vital. You can never get big deals if you're not asking for them. I'm not going to say that it's because of fantastic sales skills, even though that might have had a small part to play in it. Do you know what it is? People come into my space when I've got massive big goals, which are really true to me and my family. I don't ever get big deals or people don't come into my space when I've got mediocre goals or things that are really not really get me excited, really get me up in the morning or really sitting true to my heart. So you need to make sure and be honest with yourself. Look at that vision board. Look at that goals board. Look at your screensaver. Look at things that you're putting out to the world and be honest. Are they true to you or not? And if the answer is, well, do you know what? They're not really or I've had that on there for about a year or two years and I've kind of just kept it up there because I've been lazy or I just not really bothered looking at it. Take it the fuck off. Take it off, reevaluate things, and start building your uh, your vision board again. I'm constantly adding things, taking things off. When I achieve something, take it off. When I um, feel like I'm falling out of love or don't fancy that goal no more, then I'm going to replace it. I literally will be changing, chopping and changing. It's an ever-evolving vision board. It doesn't consistently say that stay the same through years on out. So um, if you're having a bit of dip, in sales no matter what type of sales that you're doing because it's all virtually the same it's a transfer enthusiasm it's about giving value to your client your customer base and therefore making money for the company and also for yourself if you're having a dip it's probably because certain things are not sitting true to you and the major one is your goals they're probably not real goals they're probably not things that you really want and therefore uh, that is why you're falling off because how can you go from promoting the same product same company, same circumstances, same everything, same pitch. But now you're you're losing your mojo because you haven't dedicated yourself to real goals and you haven't committed to them. When you commit to your goals by actually putting some money down and going out there and finding something that you really want and desire, people will come into your space. When you don't do that and we, when you're not in a resourceful situation mindset, that then therefore you're going to start dipping off. So um, again, hope you got value from this. Always a pleasure speaking to an audience because I'm I'm getting some uh, messages now, which is really nice. I always like to hear and, and, and feel the positivity from everybody. I love obviously sharing it as well. Energy in life is absolutely key. If you've got a negative energy, you're only going to manifest negative things. If you've got a upbeat, very positive energy, you're going to gravitate towards those positive people in your life and opportunities are going to come your way. Remember, be happy, never content. My name is Stephen Sully, Stephen Sully Study, and um, please follow me on Instagram, sully.steven. Pleasure as always. Bye now. Bye now.